Okay, okay, we're good. Uh, hi Tanya. So, you wanted to get a sense of what my day is like, and well, here's the video you asked for, because FaceTime is the worst, and it always craps out. And yes, if you're wondering, it is awkward to shoot video and carry this recorder around, but you shouldn't worry about it, even though I know you're going to. So, this is the library, where the magic happens, as they say on Cribs. <sighs> Most of it is just tapes, tapes, and tapes. They're only having me archive a handful, relatively, the shelves over there, but there's just an insane amount of audio here. And it's all audio, no VHS, DVDs, books, or hard drives, just tapes. I was bored a couple days ago, and I tried to calculate how many tapes there were here. I... I gave up. It's all just so haphazard. There are a few columns that only have one tape, and then there are shelves that are just filled to the brim. Whenever I roll them a dozen or so fall out of it, they should have a team of people doing this. Anyway. Over here is the Otari 5050. This is where I listen to and digitize the tapes. The Atari is actually a really interesting beast, but I'm guessing you probably wouldn't like to hear about that audio nerd stuff. Moving on. It isn't a big place, but it feels that way sometimes. I don't know, I guess I just get lonely. Some of the tapes are difficult to listen to. Don't think I'm supposed to talk about them. And this is the, well, it's the kitchen, living room, bedroom, and general hangout space. It's basically a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, I'd be paying $2,500 a month for this in Brooklyn, and since this isn't Brooklyn, I don't have to deal with a roommate playing 80s-influenced synth-pop at 3 in the morning, so it's better than my old place. And if you'll notice the simmering, I am making dinner with the crock pot you gave me. Uh, beans with sliced peaches and barbecue sauce. It's pretty good, surprisingly. And, um, oh yeah, thanks for the crockpot, by the way. I really like it. And if you're wondering why I'm making beans and peaches, well... Yep, uh, peaches. So many peaches. It's all non-perishable goods, so lots of canned stuff, flour, stuff like that. They're pretty much forcing me to be vegetarian. I don't know why there are so many peaches, though. They probably got a deal on them or something, but yeah, I've been able to make do. What else? What else? Here's the bathroom, nice little shower. Water pressure's kind of inconsistent, but hey, if you uh, want to picture me naked, this is where it happens. Not that you need... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Alright, moving on. Yeah, so here's my bed. I spend a lot of time reading, working on personal projects, sleeping, you know, the usual bed stuff. Um, I haven't been able to take any hikes yet. They've got me really busy, and I want to archive my section as soon as possible. I guess I've got tunnel vision, or tunnel hearing more accurately. Whoa, what was, what the, a rat, seriously? <sighs> okay, Tanya, uh, I will go and deal with this. If I've sent the video, it means I've survived my fight with this stupid rat. <sighs> okay, ready, now where the hell did you go? You know what wasn't in my goddamn contract? Rats, goddamn rats, better not have gotten into the pantry. There. Now where the hell... Ah! There you are! Alright, you can't look at me like that. And don't tilt your head. No, shoot! Get out! Get out! Come on, go! You're not leaving, are you? I don't think you're cute. You realize that, right? Fine. I'm not gonna kill you, but just go away, because I have work to do. Damn it. 
There should be some actual borders between Archive 81 shit and the rest of the... whatever. Breathe in, and breathe out. Take the spirit of life, draw it into your bodies, and expel it from your lungs. We will be explorers today, but we will not be exploring the furthest reaches of our Patagonia, or the darkness of the Antarctique, or the desert of the Sahara. Instead, we will be exploring a place few searchers have ever tread, the limits of our consciousness. I first walked the roads of inner destiny with a wise sage from the mountains of the Sierra Madre Sur. His name was Father Juan Diego, the path taker, and he was from the innocent and beautiful Maraquin tribe. Father Juan Diego, the path taker, taught me many things in my apprenticeship, but the most important lesson he taught me was how to open my eyes. Now I have told you to close your eyes, and I ask you to keep them closed. What I'm going to tell you now is to open your real eyes and see the world as it is. Not a world of flesh and sorrow, but a world of spirit and truth. If you have prepared yourself by listening to the previous 14 tapes in the series, you will be able to do this. Now each person's journey will seem different, but each journey will also be exactly the same. So I will describe my journey to you, and you will learn from my experience. For those who have not walked the path as long as I have, my radiant assistant Jennifer will be adding sounds to match my journeys. I'm recording my teachings in a studio, so I see the ghosts and spirit artifacts of all the music that was played here. It's a wondrous sight. I can almost hear the pants myself. Now while I am still seated on my chair, my mind and soul are moving outwards. I am leaving the building. I am passing through the doors. They are nothing to me. Now I am outside, in the courtyard. It is even more beautiful, more full of life than what fools call the real world. I see a bird. Its feathers have so many colors. It looks like a toucan crossed with a rainbow trout. If you could only hear its song, perhaps it will be my spirit guide on this journey. I approach it. Hello, bird. The bird greets me in return, but flies off. The bird is on its own journey, and I must let him go. Now I am moving across the street. The street is less hospitable than the courtyard, but I keep walking. I am Carlos Orlando, a ninth-level spirit Nothing can touch me here. I move towards the building. It seems tall, taller than a mountain. This must be where the path was leading me. I enter the front door. Speaking of spiritually realized buildings, here at the Potential Institute we are trying to build a new facility in accordance with the laws of the spiritual and natural world. Your tax-deductible donations to this important project will truly- What the hell? Well, searchers, I am seeing a man with no face. He's telling me- Oh my god! What the fuck is that? What the goddamn fuck is that? Jennifer, turn the recording off! What is that? Oh my god!
Well, that is definitely not related to the Visser building. What the? I told you to leave. I mean, you're cute, but leave. Seriously, I have no food for you. Damn it. Okay, let's hope this works. Organizing tapes because people don't know anything about archive management and singing to myself because it's been weeks since I've... Okay. <sighs> right? It is my great privilege to welcome you to the private collection of one Mrs. Cassandra Ward. As I am unfortunately unavailable to escort you through the exhibit, this tape should serve as a useful guide to the objects contained within. Simply examine the pieces in sequential order and listen for the following explanation and context. You'll be accompanied by a manservant to ensure your safety. Physical contact with the objects is discouraged. And finally, as I'm sure Mrs. Wall's staff have informed you, your utmost discretion with regards to the collection is greatly appreciated. Object 304A. A small glass jar with a cork stopgap, containing 20 millimeters of the substance colloquially known as mummy brown. Originally in the possession of noted pre-Raphaelite artist Dante Gabriel Rossetti, the paint was recovered from the coffin of his wife, Elizabeth Siddle. Interestingly, though her grave was excavated in 1986, her body was remarkably well preserved, possibly due to the effects of the laudanum in her system. Object 248D. A Victorian hand mirror, approximately 30 centimetres in length, recovered after a fire destroyed much of the Chentworth estate. The hand mirror exhibits the unique property of its reflection being delayed by approximately 8 milliseconds. The mirror has not undergone any impartial or scientific tests, thus, as of now, the reasons for the effect are unknown. The heirloom belongs to the Chentwith family. It goes without saying that they've been unsuccessful in their many efforts to recover it. Object 309B a collection of 28 unused bridal veils placed in a clear glass cube. Each of the veils was collected from a virgin who passed away the night before their wedding. Object 411K. Walrus tusk carving of an unknown deity found on the island of Chichagov in what is now the state of Alaska. Estimated date of creation approximately 700 AD. The carving depicts what appears to be a humanoid woman with gills and scales. The Tlingit people of the island profess no knowledge of either the deity or the manner of its carving. There is a residual trace of blood on the head of the figure. Object 155J. A mixed media piece by Gillian Creek entitled Sacred Profane Geometry Circles. The artwork consists of approximately 80 detailed architectural blueprints of the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building, folded into an origami sculpture depicting the Battle of Little Bighorn. The piece was obtained in 1978. Object unknown. We have been unable to catalogue this particular piece. Gazing upon it directly is difficult. The phrase 
non-Euclidean is called to mind. It might be advisable not to linger in this particular corner of the exhibit. Object 105C. A live canary in a gold wire cage. The canary, nicknamed Saint-Germain by the staff, has been in the collection for 38 years. Please do not feed the canary, as it appears to require neither food nor water. In all other respects, it seems to be an ordinary bird, though with an admittedly lovely song. This brings us to the conclusion of our tour. I know I speak for both Mrs. Cassandra Wall and the staff when I say that we deeply appreciate your donation, in whatever form that takes. Creepy, but unrelated to the creepy apartment. <sighs> Seriously, Reddy? You want to follow me? Fine. I'm not going to give you food. I'm not going to kill you, because that freaks me out, but I'm not going to give you food. And you'll go away once you realize that, hopefully. Okay, don't stand up on your hind legs, you're a rat. You're supposed to be gross. <sighs> Want to listen to a tape with me? Still not going to give you food. Okay, I think I see where the dividing line is, now to make sure... Did you enjoy the song, Raddy? Yeah, me too. I think that's enough tapes for today. What do you think, Raddy? You want some food? Come on. I should probably get out more, go hiking, but... I don't know. It feels weird to leave. The tapes are... they're getting to me. I feel like this tiny cup left under a faucet, and the water just keeps coming and I'm overflowing. I know the tapes are weird, Raddy. I'm not stupid, but I don't think... I don't think I can leave until I know what's happened. With the apartment, with Melody... There are a thousand different stories trapped in these tapes, but there's only one I really need to hear. Does that sound cheesy? No pun intended. <laughs> uh, Mark would have gotten a kick out of that. 
So, I'm guessing you wouldn't be into peaches. I'll take that as a no, and you're in luck. The crockpot will take a few more hours. Here's some chia seeds. You guys like seeds, right? Tanya gave them to me as a snack before I left, which is a great gift, Tanya, right? Want to watch a movie? No internet means no Netflix, but I brought a bunch of DVDs. I've got a gear A and... Shit. You have one new message from Tanya Malova. Hey, Dan. So, I saw I got that video, the one you said you'd make. Uh, I just want to know more about what you're up to. The archive seems so depressing. Uh, I hope you're taking care of yourself, though. Exercising, at least, and eating right. Um, I saw this really terrible band at a bar the other day. They were like synths mixed with performance art. It was so weird. Uh, but they made me think of you. You'd have liked to have hated them. I miss you. Anyway, I've been reading a lot about- Message erased. End of messages. Hey guys, um, so nothing new to tell you. There's still a lot of audio to go through. Um, I'm trying to bring you the most relevant portions of it. But if you know anything about anything, please email me at archive81podcast at gmail.com. And if you don't, if you could get the word out there, just please leave a review on iTunes, tell your friends, follow us on Twitter at Archive81. We're on Facebook. We've got a website, archive81.com. Just tell me what you think happened to Dan. Get the word out there, please. Okay, thank you.